pod people. Hi, Worsties. On today's episode, customer service. It sucks. Everyone hates it, but you know who really needs it? These entitled fucking influencers that I keep hearing about on the internet. Dunkin' Donuts is hiring. Let's talk about it. Satan? Yes, Joanne. What fresh hell is this? This is going to be great, I promise. Breaking news, if you are receiving this right now, it's because you're a huge bitch. Ugh, Christ. What fresh hell is this? So I care a great deal about my hair care. And I would say that my hair care increased uh, a lot more than the past year or two after I bleached my hair to make it pink and then decided immediately after that I wanted to go back to having black hair, which was a fun way of ruining my beautiful hair. And I have taken a lot of steps to making my hair better. And Kitsch has been a brand that I have loved and I have started using their satin pillowcases. If you don't know, satin pillowcases are great for your hair because they prevent breakage. So I started using those pillowcases and that has just been one part of my hair journey and making my hair healthier again. And they have so many things that they can offer you. So they have uh, shampoo and conditioner bars and they also have heatless curling rollers, which is so great so that you are avoiding heat damage because that is also something that I have struggled with much of my life, especially when I was an emo kid frying my hair with a with a straightener. But having the option to do heatless curls, having satin pillowcases has just been like really great for my hair. And that's kind of just become part of my ritual. So right now, Kitsch is offering discounts site-wide, anywhere from 25% all the way up to 60% when you go to mykitsch.com slash Stanzi. You heard it, discounts up to 60% off certain items at mykitsch.com slash Stanzi. Plus, Kitsch has daily flash sales, unbelievable deals. So check back often. One more time, mykitsch.com slash Stanzi for huge holiday discounts, everything you need for holiday gifting or to treat yourself. Hello and welcome to What Fresh Hell Is This with me, Stanzi Potenza. Good to have you here. Last week, we talked a little bit about... No, we didn't talk a little bit. We talked a lot. I talked for like fucking like 35 minutes or some shit. Everyone's like, well, make the podcast longer. It's longer now. It's like, I don't know, 15 minutes longer than it used to be. Are you happy now? Are you happy now that mommy is providing for you? Anyway, last week we talked about Twitter and uh, how angry everyone was about my tweet and how personally offensive it was that I gave out uh, free coffee to one nice person three years ago. I know that was really hard for people to cope with and they're probably still recovering, honestly, and uh, I wish them well. I'm sending thoughts and prayers to their families 
for being such fucking uh, bozos. But moving on, and it's kind of in the same realm of what we talked about last week. I sort of ended the, the, the episode talking about customer service and how customer service, I think there are two sides of the coin, right? It can make you a much more empathetic person. It can also make you a much more bitter person. Uh, I think I have become both. I am very bitter with what I had to go through while working customer service. But also I am like empathetic to people who are in those situations now, people who serve me. I try really hard to be a good customer. I really don't like making a fuss. And I think a lot of people like my age and younger are like that. Whereas like people that are older than us are like, I would like to speak to a manager and this is unacceptable. Is this how you run your establishment? And like anyone younger is like, hi, um, this, this did come with nuts. And I asked for no, like no nuts because I'm like deathly allergic, but like no, 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 you know what? It's fine. It's fine. I, I, I'll just, I'll eat it. I'll eat around it. It's fine. And I have an EpiPen. And so I think things will be fine. And you're doing a great job. You're doing so good. And like 25% tip. That's like how young people react, which is kind of funny. But I don't like making people's jobs harder because I have been in a position where my job has been hard. But I uh, said that the people who had a problem with me Handing out free coffee are like the types of people that need to do customer service. They need to experience what it's like being on their feet for like eight hours a day running around. And I, I think a lot of people think that because I worked in like a cupcake shop, right? It was like, this is like a cupcake shop. That shit's so cute. No, no. It was a lot of running around especially during the holiday season. I had to be there sometimes at like 4.30 in the morning to pack pre-orders because for Valentine's Day, Halloween too, like thousands of orders that like we would have to get there early for and like pack. And so like really crazy. Anytime we got deliveries with like uh, new supplies and stuff, you know, carrying heavy boxes up and down stairs. I've like hurt my back several times in that job, hurting myself with, like hot water and stuff like it's not I feel like it's always people that are in fucking office jobs that have the most to say about how like selfish and ungrateful people who work in customer service are they they're the ones that are sitting on their asses all day doing nothing working at these companies that are like I don't know you see those companies that are like oh look at all the cool things that we have for you, like free parfaits every Thursday. Like, I don't know, shit like that. Ah, God, it, like it's so much easier. Everything in life is so much easier than customer service. I swear to God, I swear to God it is. Anyway, I could talk about this all day, even though I am in a position now where I'm like basically living my dream. Like I am on the road to living the exact life that I've always dreamed of, but I will always come back and just be super bitter about customer service. I don't care. It was rough, bro. And if you're in it right now, like you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, those those people, the people that complain, those are the people that need to do it. They need to experience it. But Let's talk about the other group of people that need to experience it. I think, and I actually mentioned this 
in that Twitter thread is that I think every influencer out there right now needs to do a tour of customer service work before they continue being an influencer because some of them do not know how to behave. I can't believe like in the past, I guess, week, how many stories I've heard about like people meeting influencers who have been super rude to them like in public for no fucking reason. Influencers who act like public spaces are their private domain. It's like, I, I, I just can't imagine treating a people like that. So like, for example, there was this one girl who made a video about going to an influencer event. And I only more recently started going to influencer events because I live in New York now. And like New York and LA is going to be a huge hub for that. So like I only moved to New York less than a year ago. So I'm still getting used to that. But like, I I feel it. I feel it. You walk into those spaces and everyone there is like in their own bubble and they're kind of like looking at everyone else around them like they are the most important person in the room. And it's not about like you as a person or whether you vibe or not. It's about like how many followers you have. And like, who you know? Who do you know at this party? But this girl went to this like influencer event. She was like at one area that was kind of like a photo op area because if you if you ever go to one of these events, like every influencer event has like one area that is like dedicated for like photo ops because they know that that is what the people want. They want to go and they want to have a little photo op. And so she's at the little photo op area and some girl comes up to her with her friends and they're like, hi, can um can she actually get in there? Because she's like an influencer and she needs to take photos like right now. And the girl was like, oh, well, I'm kind of in the middle of taking my photos because I'm also an influencer. And they like rolled their eyes and like scoffed and basically like walked away. What the fuck? And the other like the other thing is I I'm like almost certain that people like that just like aren't as big as they think they are. And I I've sort of like I I remember having like a little not even remotely close to what she experienced but like when I was in Vegas, right? Like when we were all in Vegas, all of us are influencers. Like everyone that was on that trip was an influencer, not just an influencer, like they were all content creators. So like Brad and I do comedy, Scumbag Dad. Brad and I do comedy. Brad's wife, who wasn't there, like she also does like comedy and uh, fashion design. And a lot of the other people there were like food creators, whether it be like going around and like trying restaurants and like talking about different foods that are there or like making food. Like one of the guys there, Marlon, had his own like jerky company. So it's like people who are just basically doing like a day in my life type stuff, which isn't bad. There's nothing wrong with doing content like that. But I feel like there's this sort of like out of touchness when it comes to people that are doing very 
like specific to themselves content rather than someone who's like has a skill that makes videos like showing off this skill that they have. Or for me, it's like acting in comedy, Brad acting in comedy. And also he's an orthodontist. So every now and then he'll make like a very informative video about teeth as sort of like a coming out of left field video that gives everyone whiplash and no one can tell if he's actually being serious or not, but he is, he's an actual dentist. But like we went to, and we're all on acid, but when we went to Cirque du Soleil, they were like, do you guys want to go see a magic show? And we were like, okay. So we're like fucked up in this like little area to go see this magic show. And I guess the magic show was specifically for influencers. So it was all me and everyone that's in my group. And we <laughs> we looked a little crazy because we were in the spa like before all of this happened. So like hair was like still kind of wet and we were fucked up. Like we were tweaking kind of. But like, these two girls came in to the area, like the waiting area we were in. And they were like, oh yeah, you can just like go wait here with the other influencers. And she was like, oh, other influencers? <laughs> we, we were like, yeah. <laughs> what, like, what's up? And she was like, oh. And like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she thought we were homeless or something. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like other influencers, like we're out here and we exist. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. We're in Vegas, man. Like, of course, any big city that you go to is going to be like a little saturated with like other people that are creators and stuff. And I just don't understand this sort of like, I don't know. It's like this like off-putting like defensiveness, like guard up when you meet someone else that's like doing what you're doing. The girl that went to that event also mentioned going into the bathroom and some girl asked her about like what she does and like how she asked her how many followers she has on Instagram. She's like, oh, I have like 10,000. And the girl was like, what? I have 100,000. I'm sorry. Like, but like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, What? That is an insane thing to say to a stranger. That is fucking insane. I don't know if it's because, like, where I grew up, if you said something shitty to someone, you could get hit. But, like, it's never acceptable to talk to a person like that. And people might be thinking, like, oh, well, I've seen you say shitty things online. I say shitty things online to people who say shitty things first. I... I'm generally, like, a pretty nice person. Like, if you come up to me on the street and you say hello, and I think people can vouch for this, the people who have met me, maybe not the ones who have met me when I'm on drugs. They might be like, oh, she was kind of weird. I was tweaking out, and that's why. But to the people who have met me when I'm sober, like, you can come up to me and say hi. I have some people that say I would be afraid to come up to you in public, or I've had people be like, I just saw you at this place, but I was too afraid to come up. You can come up to me and say hi. It's fine. I'm going to be nice to you. If you're just like a nice, normal person that's like coming to say hello because you've seen me online, that's totally fine. Every person that I was with on that Vegas trip is the same exact way. So many people came up to like Brad to be like, hey, it's scumbag dad. Like you like your videos are great, dude. Sometimes he even invites them to be in videos with him which is really cool. He gets like really excited about that. And those like interactions like 
can be so meaningful to other people who watch you and like love you and respect you and like admire you. So for you to be like a dick to anyone, whether it be like a fan or uh, another influencer or content creator, that is so fucking rude because it might not mean much to you, but it could mean so much to the other person. So I'm just very confused about like all of these influencers out there who are being very like snooty and rude to people and have this sort of like better than thou mentality when they're talking to like the people around them. It's like you get a little taste of power and exclusivity and then it becomes your whole personality, which is so fucked up because that's what you're going to be known for. And that's never, I don't know, like you never know who you're talking to also. Worsties, we will be right back. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Life, you know, sometimes it just gets you down. It's full of despair and suffering. You go on the news and you see horrible stuff. Who do you talk to about this? Not your family, because sometimes that makes it worse. But you know what? BetterHelp is here to save the day. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can lower your stress. So... If you are looking to yassify your mental health, check out BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Stanzi today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Stanzi, S-T-A-N-Z-I. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Let's get mentally stable, worsties. Welcome back. The whole, um, like, who do you know here question is really weird. And that's one that I hear come up all the time. There was, like, another video that this girl made basically being like, I need to talk about, like, L.A. influencers and why I'm having issues with L.A. influencers. And it's like going to a club and then there's an exclusive area. And, you know, like, they go to take a selfie with each other. And, like, one of the girls in the more exclusive area is like, oh, no photos, please. And it's like, no one's taking a fucking photo of you. No one knows who you are. No one cares. And, like, I have had to... It's not even, like, a. I had to come to terms with that because I've never had to cope about it because I don't give a shit. But, like, when I'm walking down the street of New York, I just assume that no one knows who I am and that no one gives a fuck about me. And maybe that's from, like, growing up in uh, New England, especially in, like, Massachusetts, where just, like, everyone's a fucking dickhead. And I'm just trying not to make eye contact with people and mind my fucking business. But, like, I'm not thinking about how other people are perceiving me. And I certainly don't expect everyone to know who I am. But, like, 
I feel like so many people just like have that expectation or like an understanding, a delusional understanding with themselves that they think that everyone around them like gives a fuck about who they are. And you need to stop. You need to stop because you just look like an asshole. I'm seeing way too many influencers online acting like fucking dickheads. It's not cute. You just, you look like a bozo. You look like a goddamn bozo. You look like a clown. If you ever said that shit to me in person, I would laugh in your face and I would call you a bozo and I would say, get fucked. Oh, you have 100,000 followers on Instagram? I have 500, 500K, bitch. What now? What now? Do you want to collab now? Am I good enough for you now? It's so weird. I try not to like even give a fuck about followers or anything. Sometimes I'll see like a bigger content creator who will like interact with my content or like something or follow me. And if I'm not like vibing with that person and what they do, like I'm not going to follow them back, but I will follow a smaller creator who I find interesting just like as a person. Like don't invest in people's followings. I know it's good to have connections, but don't invest in people's followings. Invest in like people and like making good quality connections with people who are like aligned with your views or like what you do. And I can't really say this about like, <laughs> like scumbag dad because he has a huge following. I think each of us have about like 5 million. So he's obviously a big creator, but we are so aligned in comedy and like writing sketches. And it's like very inspiring to be around people like that. If you're only goal is to find someone who can like potentially elevate you it's just gonna come off as so insincere you're just gonna look fake to everyone you shouldn't want that i just need people to be a little more human with each other and that's why i think that influencers need to do some customer service because so many of you guys need to be fucking humbled so many need to be humbled. I say you guys as if like all of my listeners are like other influencers. They're not listening to the What Fresh Hell Is This podcast. They're not doing it. But send this to an influencer that needs to hear it. Tag them when I post this, right? Like I really genuinely think that a lot of these people need to work in customer service. They need to know what it's like to have someone look down at you and treat you like a lesser person. Because like, that's what that is. Like, I know what that's like. I was working in customer service for years before I started doing this. I went directly from working in customer service to influencing. So there was no like really transition period. I went from like point A to point like D really quick. So I, I feel like coming into this, I knew that the more I grew, and the more people cared about me and what I do and would come up to me in public, I want those people to have a nice, good experience. And like, it's the same thing if like I said, I met like a big celebrity. And I have before, and I don't really remember if I've talked about it before or not, but I used to do like background work on films and stuff. So I've met like several bigger actors and I haven't had any bad experience with them, but like I've seen people who have had bad experience with actors 
And like, how heartbreaking is it when you are someone that really admires someone and then find out either through someone recalling a story about them or having your own personal experience with them that they're like a shitty person and that they're not nice and that they view you as like subhuman. That's an awful thing to experience. Obviously, people have their off days, but they're like actors out there that are notorious for being like shitty to people that like are genuine fans of them. And I think that's like devastating. And it just like warps people's perception of them. And it might not be easy to like watch shows with them in anymore. Like they just like spoil that whole experience for you. And I think that sucks. So I knew and I even before like doing the influencing stuff, it's it was never something that I just like randomly decided to do. I have wanted to be an actor my whole life. So I've been like thinking about stuff like this forever because I always wanted to be in a position where I had a large following and like was, you know, being able to like do comedy or acting for like a living. This is what I've always wanted. So I feel like I've like had time to sort of like think about like, you know, make sure that you are, remember your roots, remember like where you came from and like treat people with kindness and respect and don't lose that part of yourself that like is humbled by like what you've experienced in in life. So that's kind of my rant. I feel like I've seen too many videos recently of people being really shitty that this just like needed to be said. If you are an influencer that is like this, please humble yourself, apply to Dunkin' Donuts. Just do like two weeks. Do a week at Dunkin' Donuts and it will change your perspective on everything. You can work at Georgetown Cupcake on Newbury Street in Boston, like how I used to, and you can suffer through that. And then you can give a customer a free cup of coffee and then post about it on Twitter and get fucking canceled for it. That's my rant for today. And if you're someone that has had a bad experience with an influencer, I'm sorry. I hope that it goes well for you next time. And if you ever see me in public and want to say hi, just know that you are welcome to do that. And I will be nice to you unless I'm like in the middle of (sighs) chopping up a body and then you have to go too. So anyway, on that note, I will see you next week, horsies. What Fresh Hell Is This was written by me, Stanzi Potenza. It was co-created by me and my friends at Pod People who make this podcast come to life. Rachel King, Matt Sav, Chris Jacobs, Brian Rivers, Carter Wogon, and Anne Fuse. Special thanks to Gabrielle Rose at Dulcedu and all of my friends and family. If you love What Fresh Hell Is This, share it with a friend. And if you really want to over-deliver, please leave a five-star review and rate us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can follow me at Stanzi Potenza on TikTok and at Stanzi Potenza everywhere else to stay up to date on everything I've got going on. Until next time, have a great week and I will see you in hell. Hell.